0: a great and wondrous sign appeared in heaven a woman clothed with the sun with the moon under her feet and a crown of twelve stars on her head she was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth then another sign appeared in heaven an enormous red dragon with seven heads and seven seven heads and seven crowns on his heads, and on each head a blasphemous name now the woman was about to give birth to a child. The dragon stood in front of the woman, who was about to give birth to a child so that he might devour her child the moment it was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. Now the woman fled into the desert, to the place prepared for her by God, where she might be taken care of for three and a half years. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world astray, he was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Then there came a loud voice from heaven saying, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God. And the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Therefore rejoice you heavens and you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and to the sea. Because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury because he knows that his time is is short. Now when the dragon saw that he had been hurled to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. Now the woman was given the two wings of a great eagle so that she might fly to the place prepared for her in the desert where she'd be taken care of by God for three and a half years out of the serpent's reach. But then, from his mouth, the serpent spewed water like a river to overtake the woman and sweep her away with the torrent. But the earth Helped the woman by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and he went off to make war against the rest of her offspring. Those who obey God's commandments and hold to the testimony of Jesus. And the dragon stood on the shore of the sea. And I saw a beast coming out of the sea. It had seven heads and 10 horns with 10 crowns on its heads and on each head a blasphemous name. Now the beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. Now one of the heads of the beast seemed to have had a fatal wound. But the fatal wound had been healed. The whole world was astonished and followed the beast. Men worshiped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast. And they also worshiped the beast and asked, Who is like the beast? Who can make war against him? Now the beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise his authority for three and a half years. He opened his mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name in his dwelling place and those who live in heaven. And he was given power to make war against the saints and to conquer them. And he was given authority over every nation, tribe, people, and language. All the inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. All whose names have not been written in the book of life Belonging to the land that was slain from the creation of the world. Now he who has an ear, let him hear. If anyone. Is to go into captivity. Into captivity he will go. If anyone. Is to be killed with the sword. With the sword he will be killed. This calls for patience. Endurance and faithfulness on the part of the saints. Then I saw another beast coming out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, but he spoke like a dragon. He exercised all the authority of the first beast on his behalf. And he made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. And he performed great and miraculous signs even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in full view of men. Now because of the signs, he was given power to do on behalf of the first beast. He deceived the inhabitants of the earth. He ordered them to set up an image of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. And he was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that it could speak. And to cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. He also forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark. Which is the name of the beast, or the number of his name. This calls for wisdom. If anyone has insight, let him calculate the number of the beast, for it is man's number. His number is six, six, six. Then I saw the Lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him, 144,000, who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a sound from heaven, like the roar of rushing waters and like loud peals of thunder. The sound I heard was like that of harpists playing their harps. And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. See, these are those who did not defile themselves with women, for they kept themselves pure. They were purchased as firstfruits to God and to the Lamb. They follow the Lamb wherever he goes. No lie was found in their mouths. They are blameless. Then I saw an angel flying in midair having the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth. To every nation and tribe and people and language, he said in a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. A second angel followed him and said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. Oh, a third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, "If anyone worships the beast and his image, or receives his mark on the forehead or on the hand, he too will drink of the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of His wrath. He will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment rises forever and ever." There is no rest, day or night, for those who worship the beast or his image, or for anyone who receives the mark of his name. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commandments and remain faithful to Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Right. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the spirit, they will rest from their labor for their deeds will follow them. Then I looked and there before me was a white cloud and seated on the cloud was one like a son of man with a crown of gold on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Then I saw an angel coming out of the temple He called in a loud voice to him who was seated on the cloud. He said, take your sickle and reap, because the time to reap has come, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who was seated on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Now another angel came out of the temple and he too had a sharp sickle. Still another angel came from the altar who had charge of the fire. He he called in a loud voice to him who had the sharp sickle. He said, take your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of grapes from the earth's vine because its grapes are ripe. The angel swung his sickle on the earth, gathered its grapes and threw them into the great winepress of God's wrath. They were trampled in the wine press outside the city, and blood flowed out of the press, rising as high as a horse's bridles for a distance of 180 miles. I saw in heaven another great and marvelous sign the seven angels with the seven last plagues. Last, because with them, God's wrath is completed. And I saw what looked like a sea of glass mixed with fire. And standing beside the sea. Those who had been victorious over the beast and his image. And over the number of his name. They held harps given them by God. And sang the song of Moses. The servant of God. And the song of Lamb. It's. Great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. True and just are your ways, King of the ages. Who will not fear you, O Lord, and bring glory to your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. After this, I looked, and in heaven, the temple that is the tabernacle of the testimony was opened. And out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues. They were dressed in clean, shining linen and wore golden sashes around their chests. Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the the wrath of God's fury. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed then I heard a loud voice coming from the temple it said to the seven angels who had the seven bowls go and pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth the first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land and ugly and painful sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshipped his image the second angel poured out his bowl on the sea and it turned into blood like that of a dead man and every living thing in the sea died the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and on the springs of water and they became blood then I heard the angel in charge of the water say you are just in these judgments you who are and who were the holy one because you have so judged for they have shed the blood of your saints and prophets and you have given them blood to drink as they deserve and I heard the altar respond yes Lord God Almighty true and just are your judgments the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the Sun and the Sun was given power to scorch people with fire they were seared by the intense heat and they cursed the name of God who had control over these plagues but they refused to repent and glorify him the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast and his kingdom was plunged into darkness. Men gnawed their tongues in anger and cursed the God of heaven because of their pains and their souls. But they refused to repent of what they had done. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw three evil spirits that looked like frogs. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are spirits of demons performing miraculous signs, and they go out to the kings of the world to gather them together for the battle on the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come like a thief, Blessed is he who stays awake and keeps his clothes with him so that he may not go naked and be shamefully exposed. Then they gathered the kings together to the place that in Hebrew was called Armageddon. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air and there came a loud voice from the throne saying, It is done. Then there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, and a severe earthquake. I mean, no earthquake like it has ever occurred on earth since man has been on earth. So severe was the quake. The great city was split into three parts, and the cities of the nations collapsed. God remembered Babylon the Great, and gave her the cup filled with the wine of his fury. Every island fled away, and the mountains could not be found. From the sky, huge hailstones of about a hundred pounds each fell upon men. And they cursed God on account of the plague of hail, because the plague was so terrible. Now one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls, he came and he said to me, come. I will show you the punishment of the great prostitute who sits on many waters with her the kings of the earth committed adultery and the inhabitants of the earth were intoxicated with the wine of her adulteries then the angel carried me away in the spirit to a desert there I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that had seven heads and ten horns with ten crowns on its horns, and on each head a blasphemous name. The woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and was glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. She held a golden cup in her hand, filled with abominable things in the filth of her adulteries. This title was written on her forehead, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the Mother of Prostitutes and of the Abominations of the Earth. I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of the saints. The blood of those who bore testimony to Jesus. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. But then the angel said to me, why are you astonished? I will explain to you the mystery of the woman and of the beast she rides, which has the seven heads and ten horns. The beast you saw once was, now is not, and yet will come up out of the abyss and go to its destruction. The inhabitants of the earth whose names have not been written in the book of life belong to the lamb that was slain from the creation of the world will be astonished when they see the beast because he once was, now is not, and yet will come. Now this calls for a mind with wisdom. The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman sits. They are also seven kings. Five have fallen. One is. The other has not yet come. But when he does come, he must remain for a little while. Now the beast who once was and now is not and yet will come is an eighth king. And he belongs to the seventh. The ten horns you saw are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom. But who for one hour will receive authority as kings along with the beast. They have one purpose. And will give their power and authority to the beast. See, they will make war against the lamb, but the lamb will overcome them. Because he is Lord of lords and king of kings. And with him will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. Then the angel said to me, The waters you saw where the prostitute sits are peoples, nations, multitudes, and languages. The beast and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. (laughs) They will bring her to ruin and leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to accomplish his purpose by agreeing to give the beast their power to rule until God's words are fulfilled. The woman you saw is the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. Then I saw a mighty angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. With a loud voice, he cried, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She's become a home for demons and a haunt for every unclean spirit, a haunt for every unclean and detestable bird, for all the nations who have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins so that you will not receive any of her plagues. For her sins are piled up to heaven and God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she has given. Pay her back double for what she has done. Mix her a double portion from her own cup. Give her as much torture and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her heart she boasts, I sit as queen, I am not a widow and I will never mourn. Therefore, in one day her plagues will overtake her. Death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire. For mighty is the Lord God who judges her. Now when the kings of the earth who committed adultery with her and shared her luxury see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her terrified at their torment they will stand far off and cry whoa whoa oh great city oh Babylon city of power in one hour you've been brought to ruin Now the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold, silver, precious stones, and pearls, fine linen, purple silk, and scarlet cloth, every sort of citron wood, and articles of every kind, and made of ivory, costly wood, bronze, iron, and marble, cargoes of cinnamon and spice, of incense, myrrh, and frankincense, of wine and olive oil, of fine flour and wheat, and cattle and sheep and horses and carriages, and bodies and souls of men. They will say, The fruit you longed for is gone from you. All your riches and splendor have vanished, never to be recovered. Now the merchants who sold these things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off. When they see the smoke of her burning, they will say, Whoa, whoa, oh great city, dressed in fine linen, purple silk and scarlet, and glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls in one hour. Such great wealth has been brought to ruin. Now every sea captain and all who travel by ship The sailors and all who earn their living from the sea Will stand far off When they see the smoke of her burning They will exclaim Was there ever a city Like this great city They will throw dust on their heads And weep and mourn and cry out Whoa, 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 great city Where all who had ships on the sea Became rich through her wealth In one hour Her doom has come Rejoice over her, O heavens. Rejoice, saints and prophets and apostles, for God has judged her for the way she treated you. (laughs) Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a large millstone, and he threw it into the sea, and he said, With such great violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. The music of harpists and musicians, flute players and trumpeters will never be heard in you again. No workman of any trade will ever be found in you again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's great men. By your magic spell all the nations were led astray. In her was found the blood of the saints and of the prophets and of all who have been killed on the earth. After this... I heard what sounded like a great multitude in heaven, shouting, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God, for true and just are his judgments. He has condemned the great prostitute who corrupted the earth by her adulteries. He has avenged on her the blood of his servants. And again they shouted, Hallelujah! The smoke from her goes up forever and ever. Now the four living creatures and the 24 elders who were seated on their thrones, fell on their faces, before God, and they cried, Amen, <laughs> Hallelujah. Then I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you, His servants, you who fear Him, both small and great. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude like the roar of rushing waters and like loud peals of thunder shouting hallelujah for our Lord God almighty reigns let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory for the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride Has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. See, fine linen stands for the righteous acts of the saints. Then the angel said to me, Right, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, These are the true words of God. Well, at this I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, Do not do it. I'm a fellow servant with you and with your brothers the prophets and of all who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Then I saw heaven standing open and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called faithful and true. With justice he judges and makes war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He's dressed in a robe dipped in blood. And his name is the Word of God. Now the armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, bright and clean. Out of his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the fury of the winepress of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, he has this name written. King of kings and Lord of lords. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun who cried in a loud voice to all the birds flying in midair. He he said, come, gather together for the great supper of God so that you may eat the flesh of kings, generals, and mighty men, of horses and their riders, and the flesh of all people, free and slave, small and great. Then I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against the rider on the horse and his armies. But the beast was captured, and with him, the false prophet who had performed the miraculous signs on his behalf. With these signs, he had deluded those who had received the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. The two of them were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. The rest of them were killed with the sword that came out of the mouth of the rider on the horse. And all the birds gorged themselves on their flesh. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the abyss and holding in his hand a great chain. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent called the devil of Satan who leads the whole world astray. And he bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss and locked and sealed it over him to keep him from deceiving the nations anymore until the thousand years are ended. After that, he must be set free for a short time. And I saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony for Jesus and because of the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Now the rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. See, this is the first resurrection Blessed and holy are those who have pardoned the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them. But they will be priests of God and of Christ. And will reign with him for a thousand years. Now when the thousand years are ended. Satan will be released from his prison. And he will go out to deceive the nations in the four corners of the earth. Gog and Magog. To gather them for battle. In number They are like the sand on the seashore. They marched across the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of God's people, the city he loves. But fire came down from heaven and devoured them. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. They will be tormented day and night. forever and ever then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it earth and sky fled from his presence and there was no place for them and I saw the dead great and small, standing before the throne. And books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done, as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. And each person was judged according to what he had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. (laughs) Then I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them. And be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death. Or mourning. Or crying. Or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said. I am making everything new. Then he said to me, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To him who is thirsty, I will give to drink without cost from the spring of the water of life. He who overcomes will inherit all this, and I will be his God and he will be my son. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls for the seven last plagues He came and he said to me, come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a mountain great and high. And he showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God. And its brilliance was like that, a very precious jewel, like, like a jasper, as clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with 12 gates and with 12 angels at the gates. On the gates were written the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. There were three gates on the east, three in the north, three in the south, and three in the west. Now the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and on them were written the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Now the angel who talked with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city, its gates and its walls the city was laid out like a square as long as it was wide he, he measured the city with the rod and he found it to be 1500 miles in length and it as wide and high as it is long he, he measured its wall and it was 215 feet thick by man's measurement which the angel was using then the wall was made of jasper and the city of pure gold like transparent glass the foundation of the city were decorated with every kind of precious stone the first foundation was jasper the second sapphire the third Chalcedony, the fourth emerald the fifth sardonyx. the sixth carnelian the seventh chrysolite the eighth burl the ninth topaz the tenth chrysoprase. the eleventh jasic and the twelfth amethyst the 12 gates were 12 pearls each gate made of a single pearl the great street of the city was made of pure gold as pure as glass now I did not see a temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it. For the glory of God is its light. The Lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light. And the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. See, on no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing impure will ever enter it nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit and yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. See, no longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun for the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever the angel said to me these words are trustworthy and true the Lord the God of the spirits of the prophets sent his angel to, give him, to show his servants the things that must soon take place like this, I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said to me, no, do not do it. I'm a fellow servant with you and with your brothers, the prophets, and of all who keep the words of this book, worship God. Then the angel said to me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, because the time is near. Let him who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let him who is vile continue to be vile. But let him who does right continue to do right. And let him who is holy continue to be holy behold I am coming soon and my reward is with me and I will give to everyone according to what he has done I'm the Alpha and the Omega the first and the last the beginning and the end blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have the right to go through the gates into the city outside of the dogs those who practice magic arts the murderers the sexually immoral everyone who loves and practices falsehood I Jesus have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches I'm the root and the offspring of David, and the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come! And let him who hears say it. Come. Whoever is thirsty. Let him come. Whoever. Wishes. Let him take. The free gift. water of life. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, If anyone adds anything to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes words away from this book of prophecy, God will take away from him his share in the tree of life and in the holy city which are described in this book. He who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. Thank you so much for the privilege of sharing this message. Um, It gets more special to me every day. Um, I am among you as one who is longing for his appearance. You know, I think when I got saved, the whole idea of a kingdom wasn't as literal for some reason. But now, oh, right. Jesus is really coming to rule and reign all of creation. He's going to put all of this back. He's transforming this fallen world. He is uh, truly not just saving us, but he's saving his creation, everything, all creations groaning, waiting for him to set everything straight. Um, and uh, as we cry out and we see the shape of the world's in, we, we want Jesus to be the one who rules it. We know anybody else is just not going to do. <laughs> we need God to do it. Uh, so uh, the longing for that, uh, hopefully you're longing for that also and looking for that. Um, he told us to uh, keep sharing the gospel while, while we wait for him. And so that's what our ministry is, why our ministry is called Acts of the Word. We exist to, to encourage believers to act out the words they've heard from Jesus. And um, one of the main ways we do that... Uh, we weren't able to do it during COVID. So for about nine months, we were on pause like almost every church around the country was. Uh, But we partner with Food for the Hungry we have for the last 12 years now. And we get thousands of children uh, sponsored uh, from different churches just like this. Every time I go to speak, uh, I I present the needs of the poorest people on the planet. Uh, What Food for the Hungry does is they are a missionary organization. They go into third world countries with the goal of sharing the gospel and building the next generation of the church to people who are largely unreached. Um, They transform their lives uh, in in every way. Uh, They make sure they have clean water, make sure they're fed, make sure they know how to feed themselves, raise their own crops. And uh, most of all, they share the gospel message. But I've been able to get overseas. I've been five times. I haven't been in two years now. But uh, I usually go overseas and visit one of the children that we as a family sponsor. I have uh, kids and we all, everybody in our family has somebody that they're sponsoring. And so when I go, every time I've gone, I went to, uh, I went to uh, Dominican Republic last time. And I saw Lucas, 10 years old. This is about two years ago now. And Lucas had every letter I had written him and he had, I would always put a verse or two for him to memorize in the letter. And so he came out. He had 30-some verses memorized. Every verse I'd put in every letter he had memorized. And he was quoting them to me as soon as he saw me. And his mom was standing there smiling. And I thought, wow, his whole family is hearing those verses. I, don't, I wonder how many times he's shared those verses. But all that to say is I'm always blown away by how much of an audience we have with people when we're helping them and transforming their life. You know, Lucas is excited to hear from me because he can go to school now. He gets clean water now. He gets fed, his whole family gets fed. This is a big deal. It's a life-changing deal. So that's why he's memorizing everything I write him. And I, I, I thought, gosh, I wish everybody listened that hard to the scripture when would you, would you give it to them. Um, but there are people willing to do that because we help them. We, get, we gain their ear. That's why Jesus always combined his doing with his saying. There was always actions and words. So, so with that said, I can't encourage you enough if you uh, are uh, the least bit discouraged, like I have been sharing the gospel with people who want to reject it. Uh, there are people that really do want to hear and know who God is. And many of them are those children. They're on my table. I carry them with me everywhere I go uh, to try to get them sponsored. You can do it for $38 a month. You can do it for a short as long as you like, but it typically takes um, them anywhere from four years on the low end to seven or eight years on the high end to transform a village to make it self-sufficient, which is their goal. They're going in To villages that don't have clean water, that don't know how to stop the spread of disease, that don't know how to farm or or raise their own food, and they teach them all of that with the goal of making themselves efficient uh, while they share the gospel. So if you want to do that, great. Pick up one of those picture folders there off the table. Uh, Those kids are are needier than any kids we have here. I mean, they just are. Um, And it was sad for me to know the biggest effect was the poorest people are the ones that are affected by the things that are happening you know, we're, we're kind of in a cushion here, but the poorest people in the world, when we see these big changes like COVID, they, they are really drastically affected. It was hard for me to try to feel sorry for myself because I couldn't go and do this now. And I thought, wait a minute, you know, there are people that are really, really, uh, they have no backup. They've got no plan B. They've got no nowhere to go. Um, and they're really poor, you know, so they, they need your help, needless to say. And I'm trying to, I want to to try to catch up with what we missed from last year. So if you want to do that, there's a little form inside their picture folders, open it up, fill it out, tear it off and put it in that envelope and hand it to, I'll probably be back there, but hand it to whoever's at the table. It takes about, you can take the picture part home, but it takes about two weeks, ten days and you'll get updated information on your child and you'll be able to start corresponding back and forth with them. Many of the kids, because they have interpreters, they... We can email some of them, depending on where they are. So it's kind of neat when you're praying for somebody, you can say, you know what, let me tell them I'm praying for you right now. Pretty cool. So we have the ability to be a blessing to anyone in the world. And it's something none of the disciples had. We can reach and touch people anywhere in the world. And God wants us truly to be able to, to do that. So um, look for ways to do that. Don't feel like because you're here you can't help somebody in Ukraine or you know I mean look realize you, we have the, the means and we have the technology to be a blessing to anyone that we see hurting. So um, I can't encourage you enough. We don't know how long we're going to be able to continue to do this. You know, I did something tonight, today we heard this, but we don't know at what point this could be shut down. And you know, I've been saying that for the last four or five years, and then when it happened with the pandemic, we all went, oh! <laughs> Windows closing, but that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing our freedom evaporate quickly, um, right along with the advance of the technology, and I'm, I'm watching what we take for granted here. I'm, I'm watching our whole environment become much more like uh, other countries are already. There are a lot of believers who are are suffering persecution. And I, I'm seeing the waves of that coming here. So my desire for each one of you is that you, you go, go deep. Go deep. Get to know your God. Don't, don't settle because you're going to need every ounce of your faith for the winds that are going to blow on us. We want to be prepared. So do, And do whatever God's put on your heart. You may not be able to do it if you keep putting it off. It's time. Time to seize the day. So thank you so much for uh, blessing me with the privilege And uh, I just asked if you could pray for our ministry. We have some brochures back there. Pick one of those up, put it in your Bible or put it on your refrigerator as a reminder to pray for not only our ministry, but other pastors and other uh, parachurch ministries that they will be bold in proclaiming God's word. Because this is what's going to come down to. You either have a high view of God's word in scripture. You either believe it. It's impossible to please God without faith. You either believe him or you don't. And as things get more difficult, the tears in the weak get separated a little more. And people, you thought, wait a minute, I thought you believed that. Maybe you don't. The price is higher. So pray that we'll, we'll, leaders will be strong and they will be bold and not ashamed of, of Jesus' words. Um, and that we will be prepared for whatever God allows us to go through uh, as believers. And we will be great testimony. Um, and, um, I, I'm, I'm excited because I'm watching, uh, a bit of a revival in the church. I feel like we got some dross burnt off of us with the COVID and those that have come back in the doors are more awake and more aware of our environment and more about the Lord's business. So it's a tremendously encouraging, but keep praying that we'll, we'll have a window of opportunity and that God will bless our ministry with opportunities to keep going out and keep encouraging people. So thank you so much. you should..